This is the realest show out. He did the opposite of what I think most people do. Sometimes it can be kind of scary to just put yourself out. That's real. That's wrong. That's exactly what we're looking for. It's been an absolute honor to have you on. We look forward to connecting with you guys on all of our social media platforms. And don't forget to subscribe to Gut Check Uncut. What's up, guys? Todd Special here, co-host of Gut Check, and this is B Biscuit. Chance to chance. Fuck, dude, is it weird? Is it me, or are you just more handsome today? No, I'm, I get more handsome every day, most likely. So. I, like, I think it's aggressive, but our guest does talk about confidence, turning ego into confidence. So is that confidence, or is it ego? Sorry. I'll let you guys decide. <laughs> if you're watching this, God, I look huge in this shirt. Thank God the microphone is <laughs> one inch wide and covering your shit. <laughs> Oh, well, listen, guys, this guest that we have on, I got to tell you, man, I, I don't get nervous often, right? But I, I, yeah. I will tell you, you may be able to hear the, the, the beginning of this. I was like, dude, I don't know if I'm saying this right. I mean, am I going to, uh -huh. you know, introduce him right? Or I'm, and I'm reading and, and, and I felt nervous because it's weird that when you have someone on your podcast and you speak things into existence and you see a guy like this that said yes when he did not have to and he talks about why he says yes uh -huh. right it was super powerful for me man and this guy is a fucking stud and it's brad lee this guy is unreal what'd you think dude he's cool as shit and you know he has this persona on social media and sometimes you know you see these personas and you think okay i mean is that is that is that real or is that just for the camera or whatever the hell may be and we get into just kind of just normal ass conversation on this podcast and he's every bit of who you see on social media in, in, in every positive way. So it was awesome, man. And I literally, and I know we just were talking about this a second ago. I'm just going to be real. You know, I, I try to make sure that I ask good questions and I, and I, I interact with the guest, right. And, you know, be a good quote unquote podcaster. Um, and, uh, <laughs> but, know, but know I don't know why it's funny, but I literally get into like, I get tunnel vision and I just kind of listen to, you know, these guests, including Brad kind of talk. Cause it's, it, they're just, I'm soaking it all in for my own selfish reasons. Yeah. Um, and I kind of just get lost a little bit, which is, which is a good thing, but I, I you know. well, dude, it's, I know what you're saying. They're, they're going to understand your, your rambling on about that because yeah, the truth yeah, is, yeah. dude, it's the, the fucking information you guys get from this. I'm going to tell you something. If you <laughs> Do not make the time to listen to this thing all the way through. And I know we fucking say, but the guests just keep getting, I mean, dude, we've got yeah. some high level guests. I'm not going to say they're better than the others. I think Brad who disagrees is going to say he's better, but 100%. at the end of the day, it ain't arrogance. Okay. This guy is fucking real, dude. I mean, we talk yeah. about the raw authenticity of the show. This guy just is a no bullshit type of guy who owns many more businesses than you guys probably even know. Yeah, I, but, I, I learned some things. Dude, I learned a lot. But at the end of the day, we're talking four or five, six pages of notes here. And he gives away information free, not not only through his podcast, Dropping Bombs, not, not only through the book that he's writing, the one that he's already written, you know, not only through the the lessons he's learned from other legends, he's, he's had the luxury of working side by side, but he gives information because he loves helping people. And, and one of the main things he said, right, which we'll get back and we'll get into the podcast really quick. But he said, uh, da, 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 da. you don't need a, a degree when you can hire one, right? <laughs> and, and you guys are going to love that. We're not gonna, don't, don't say what he I said because I want them to hear it. But you guys will understand what that means in a moment. And, man, I, I can't even wait any longer. We can talk about it all day long. Let's just get into this. Yeah, be think? ready. He's, he gives some list stuff, which I love because I'm a nerd. But uh, so, you know, write that shit down. Put on your notepad or whatever. 
works or fucking record it, write it down, whatever. whatever. Grab a pen. Just Brad Lee pull over the next, car. dude. I can't wait. Just to do what you guys got to do, but listen to this thing all the way. Let's roll. All right, guys, we've got Brad Lee, who built Lightspeed VT into a multi-million dollar global tech company from scratch. As its founder and CEO, his vision led to Lightspeed VT becoming the world's leading interactive training system, a system that he's proud to share with others. In addition to being a CEO, Brad also hosts a top-rated podcast, Dropping Bonds, and is the author of The Real Deal. He's also got a new book coming out that he's super excited about called The Hard Way, which I'll let him tell you about. Brad has helped numerous companies and individuals generate millions including such heavy hitters as Tony Robbins, Zig Ziglar, Grant Cardone, Tom Hopkins, the World Series of Poker, Top Chef, Chase Bank, and many more. He's also featured in Forbes, The Huffington Post, Inc. Magazine, GCTV, and is a regular guest in several top-rated podcasts with legends like Jordan Belfort, Ed Milet, and many more. He's an influencer, entrepreneur, motivator, marketing genius, and today's leading authority on revolutionizing the web-based training world. He's created one of the sales industry's leading platforms to learn how to close more sales called the Closer School. And this dude was an actor, by the way. He started a movie called Cheat the Hangman, <laughs> which we're going to ask him about <laughs> for sure. So we're going to get into that. And I'm sure he's got some fun stories. I mean, V, is there anything dude, that this guy can't do? Welcome, brother. I love having you on, man. I'm a, I'm a huge, huge fan. And is that shit on Netflix that I can watch? Or? <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, listen, if nobody knows who you are, they're definitely hiding under a rock. I've been a massive fan for a long time, so it's an honor to have you on, Brad. But uh, for the guests and the people that are viewing this, just tell us a little bit about you, Brad Lee. Well, thanks for having me, first of all. Second of all, you know, that intro, I don't know who wrote that. Boy, you make, you make me think I'm famous or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did have a movie, bro. I mean, you're an actor. Well, Hey, I gotta say, being in Italy, it was all true. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was all true. But you know, I'm a guy that you know grew up from a middle class family in in, in the Northwest, and you know, kind of questioned the status quo, and and you know, found out the hard way how to succeed. Um, now, you know, I'm doing you know eight figures with my software company. I've, I've started a couple other seven figure companies quickly to grow to eight figures. Um, I think I've bottled the formula for success and I, and I, and I have a personality where I just say shit, right? Yeah. So I don't really sugarcoat anything. And, and, and I think in today's world, man, people just appreciate that. They do brother. They do. Well, that's what yeah. gut checks about. Yeah. And then a lot of people are out there, you know, they want to confuse you with big words and they want to make it seem like it's really difficult. So you'll pay them a bunch of money to do it. And it's like, you know, success really isn't that difficult. It's, it boils down to a choice and knowing what to do. And once I, you know, show people, here's exactly what you do. I've had tons of people like duplicate and freaking succeed. So I just kind of like getting the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it or want it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Man. I, I, you know, we're, we we're in sales and a couple different industries and companies that we're helping out. And, and I think, in my opinion, that that directness, if that's even a word, uh, just that real, that direct people appreciate because no one wants to be sold, but everyone wants to buy something and they want to buy something from someone who's fucking real and just just being honest with them. So I think that has a lot to do with at least kind of our success in sales industries. I'm sure it has something to do with yours, too. Yeah. Well, I want to say happy birthday, by the way. 16th, right? 
Is that your bridge? You have a birthday recently, or is Wikipedia wrong? <laughs> <laughs> they said Bradley. Remember, we looked there. Like, there's zero yeah. chance because they said you were in the in the car business 25 years. We're doing the math. We looked it up, and it said his birthday. And we go, yeah. there's no I way like, he started the car this business. This motherfucker's been selling cars since he was <laughs> So you don't have to tell us when your birthday is, but we didn't want to be rude to say that's what it was if you had a birthday. <laughs> My birthday is January 27th. Yeah, that's about to be. And I'm 52. 52? Just turned 52. Yeah. You know, other than the gray hairs, it's kind of hard to tell. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, man, so, I was going to say, go on. I apologize for interrupting. So, I mean, at the end of the day, guys, you know, the reason I like this real approach to things is because, you know, there's people out there that want to chase their dreams and there's people that want to make them real. What would you rather do? Chase your dreams or make them mm -hmm. real? Yeah, yeah, make them real. 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, I just adopted, you know, being real when I was a kid. I used to bullshit neighbors. My dad kind of worked blue collar job we lived in a little tiny house up on this hill next to all the other big houses it was the craziest thing you don't see that anymore usually all the houses in a neighborhood are nice well this particular neighborhood it was on a hill overlooking the city so it's a great location we had this little shithole and then there was all these nice big houses around us and for some reason at six or seven years old i just wanted to bullshit all the other neighborhood kids to say, basically, you know, we're rich. We don't look rich, but we're actually rich. Um, my dad owns Disneyland and, you know, I'd show Monopoly <laughs> to, you know, prove that we owned properties and not knowing, you know, I basically got myself alienated and ridiculed and laughed at for like two straight years in at this small town. And I was just known as, you know, a liar. It was weird. Uh, when I think back, it was like, man, what was I thinking? But long story short, it taught me to like be yourself and, and don't bullshit people because it eventually is going to backfire. So yeah. that's what I started, you know, really identifying as, you know, keep shit real. And I think people appreciate that. Yeah. Right. That's a oh, gut. Yeah. That's a gut check, bro. It is, man. It is. 100%. Well, I mean, now that we've talked about it, that's, that's, that's exactly why we created this, man. I'll be honest with you. I was in LA. Uh, I was speaking on stage with some pretty cool people. It was my first kind of real speaking event, 2017, after my dad had passed away, promised him I'd get on stage, tell our story. And man, when I got off stage, there was a bunch of not real people, just fake people saying, hey, Todd, give me a hundred thousand. We'll make you into this. We'll do that. And gut check was, was really spawned from people that lie to other people or that are offering value and not really giving it to them. I mean, you've created a company, a tech company that has added massive value to people's lives and you help companies scale, but you do it the right way because I want listeners to know this is, this is you, bro. You don't put on a show for anybody and it's, it's shown through your social media. A lot of the mm -hmm. shit that you post is controversial at times. You just don't care. You say what's on your mind. You feel how you feel, but you also have a passion to add value for people. And you also answer one of the biggest things for me is that a guy like you didn't have to be on this show. You don't need us for anything, right? But you answered. And what's rare is to see a guy of your success answer people like us who are looking to kind of grow into something massive and really have the tools and the guests to be on to do so. Why do you say yes to guys like us, to people like us that are looking, that, that are really, to be frank, are really not at the level that you really need to say yes to yet? Well, I believe the more hands you shake, the more money you make. Yeah. See, it, it takes me 30, 40 minutes, maybe an hour, chit chat with you guys, get to know you a little bit. Now something comes up in the future. 
I got more people in my network. I can reach out to you guys. You guys can reach out to me. We might end up doing business. I mean, guys, relationships are the new currency. I'm telling you, more hands you shake, the more money you make. Everyone's trying to figure out how to get more, do more. Like it ain't fucking rocket science. Yeah. At the end of the day, do more than you're doing today and you'll get more than you're getting today, right? Now, most people are like, well, that sounds too easy. Bro, it's not difficult. Like if you take a sales guy, a realtor, a landscaping business, it doesn't really matter. And you just apply the do more, get better scale theory, you can triple their revenues, triple the size of their business inside of a year. And all you do is you got to go backwards and figure out, you know, what are you doing currently to make money? <clears throat> so if you guys right now just did, did the exercise yourself, you say, hey, what am I doing currently to make the money I'm making? Well, take what those indicators are and just do more of them. Like if you're spending, for example, 5,000 on advertising, spend 10,000 on advertising. Uh, you're talking to 40 people, talk to 80 people. You know, you're, 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 you're hanging up 15 bandit signs, hang up 30 bandit signs. Like it's not rocket science. You have to, what I call duplicate and defecate. You guys know what defecate is, right? Yeah. Alexa, yeah. define defecate. Defecate is a verb that means to discharge feces from the bowels through the anus. <laughs> you want to defecate the shit that doesn't work and you want to duplicate and replicate the shit that does work. So again, like anybody with a brain in their head can sit down and say, what am I doing that's working? Well, when I make phone calls and prospect, I get sales. Okay, that's good. Do more of that. Um, what is not working? Well, when I stop at lunch, get stoned and don't feel like going back to work. Okay, stop doing that. Defecate that. <laughs> so, so if really somebody just sits down and look, looks what they're doing, the formula is simple. Do more. And then the next step is get better, train, actually improve your skill set, and then scale. And to scale, you focus on people and technology. So if you, for example, get paid $1,000 when you sell something, but it takes you three days of prospecting to get one person to sell, well, then hire a virtual assistant or hire someone to prospect for you and you just start closing the deals. So now you don't spend three days prospecting. You hired someone else to prospect for you, right? And so most people don't think that. I literally helped a company go from 500 grand to 2 million inside of a year. And, and all I said is, well, what are you doing? I'm spending three days prospecting and then two days closing the deals. I said, we'll hire somebody to prospect. He said, how? I said, there's virtual assistants in freaking Thailand, Cambodia, you know, <laughs> people all over that'll, that'll do the prospecting for you, filter out the people, find the phone numbers, get through the gatekeepers. They'll do all that bullshit work. So you can go in and get what you get paid for, which is close. You don't get paid to make the call. You get paid to close the deal. So do more of closing the deals. He couldn't figure it out. And a lot of people are like this. I see things plainly because I try to cut out all the nonsense and the bullshit. Yeah. So I like, that's just like, not the, that's not the sexy answer though, Brad. Right. I mean, they want the magic pill. They want the secret potion. They want the fancy fucking formula. And I, you know, I, I posted something the other day. It was literally just shut up and do more. You know, we work with a lot of salespeople, some, some older guys that, you know, they've got bad habits, some younger people who they just want the fucking easy way. And, Instead of calling more, they go, well, I, you know, oh man, that sucked. I, I called a hundred prospects and I didn't get any traction. So, oh man, that sucks, man. What can I do better than just shut the fuck up and do more, just work harder and do more, more activity breeds more success. So 
I love that you said it because it's, it's pretty damn simple. It's just tough for some people to do. Right. Well, I, I, a gut check would be shut the fuck up and do more. Like that's just a gut check. However, sometimes you need to stop doing what the fuck you're doing. Like, dude, you, you're making a hundred calls and nobody wants your shit. Like, dude, mm-hmm. what, are you, what are you selling? What are you offering? What are you saying to people? What are you spitting in their face? Like, how do you talk to a hundred people and not one motherfucker wants your product yeah. or service? And if that's the case, guys, gut check, you might be selling the wrong shit. Well, it's my <laughs> dream. Who cares, dude? Do you want to, do you want your, that's what I mean by you want to chase your dreams or do you want to make them real? The pool noodle. There ain't nothing sexy about that shit. Made somebody a fucking multi-millionaire, dude. A pool God, I wish I thought of that shit. Dude. Well, the umbrella. The fucking umbrella. Like, uh, that guy. Is... Drink umbrella? Dude, it's amazing. I you, I mean, you get the pink one. But... Drinks with drink umbrellas and shit. Dude, you, guys, you guys think the guy with the pool noodle fulfilled his dreams? The <laughs> yeah. young kid dreaming about fucking inventing a styrofoam noodle that people can float on. you got to pay attention you got to you got to solve problems you got to be a problem solver most people avoid problems go up to somebody just random and say hey you want a problem you're gonna say no why not like dude seek problems look for problems get good at solving them why well because if you saw if you want a million dollars solve a million problems Uh people people don't buy products or services they buy solutions you know what I'm saying? They don't buy, they don't want your product or service, dude. They want the result. They want the solution that your product provides, which goes back to selling. When I teach people how to sell they're, you know, when you hear people's presentation, they're talking about all about the product. Nobody gives a shit about that product, fellas. They, they give a shit about what it's going to do for them. So quit talking about the product and start talking about its benefits. Sure asking good questions, obviously listening more, which a lot of salespeople don't do because they love to spew the features and benefits and talk about everything like you said. But I mean, in your opinion, how important so salespeople can listen worldwide uh, is it for people to listen and to ask the good guy? Because to me, asking the right questions is the most important part of the sales process between listening and asking the right questions. Well, what's your opinion on that? 100%. Number one, you have to listen actively. Number two, you have to know what questions to ask because what you're really trying to find out is what information do you need to know to build the value of your product or service beyond the value of their money? So what questions can I ask to get me that information? So if you don't know what questions to ask, because a lot of salespeople say, what questions do I ask? It's like, dude, I I can't come up with questions for every industry so i can only teach you why you're asking questions the customer is going to tell you everything you need to know to sell them the product or service because in order to sell a product or service all you have to do is raise the value of that product or service above the value of their money so then the question is well how do you do that ask them son of a bitch like don't ask (laughs) ask them you know what what are your pain points what what are you trying to avoid and how does that make you feel and what would it feel like if those would go away and what would that be worth and like listen to the answers sometimes you ask questions and their answers is not really telling you what they want they're telling you what they don't want well dude reverse engineer if i don't want a used car I probably want a new car. If I don't want a two door, I probably want a four door, you know, 
I used to have people come on the car lot because I grew up selling cars. So they'd come on the car lot and they're saying, I'm just looking. Now, most salespeople get stumped, you know, or they think, oh, this guy's just looking. Well, if they finish the sentence, they would have said, I'm just looking to buy a car. So why are you getting stuck on stupid and running off because someone says they're just looking? That's the, that's the most, that's the best response ever when your customer's walking onto your lot. And that's whether it's cars or furniture or whatever it is. I'm just looking. Well, no shit. You're looking for a bag of oranges on a car lot? <laughs> You're looking for a car. So, so, so if you have the right response and then you build the relationship and you freaking approach it where you're truly there to help that customer, not sell the customer, help the customer, your, your, your vibe changes, trust and rapport starts to more easily get generated. And next thing you know, dude, you're the best you know, salesman on the team. Why? Because you're not really trying to sell anything. You're trying to help people. You're trying to get to know, how do I help you guys? Like, what is it that you're doing now? And how does that make you feel? And, you know, there's certain questions that you should be prepared with, depending on your, your industry, that, that every single time you have an encounter with somebody, a prospect of, you know, who, whomever, you already have those questions. Yeah, man. Well, that's going to lead into the next question. I mean, I know you've done a lot of stuff with Grant Cardone and some high level names. I mean, Grant was in the auto industry. So let's let's fast forward to today, right? You and Grant, head-to-head on the car lot, who sells the most cars? Obviously, me. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, everybody always says, who's better, you or Grant? Well, number one, I am. Number number two, if somebody wants wants me to prove it, who I don't send him a check every month. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) I closed him. I closed him. He didn't close me. <laughs> could he close me? Oh, sure. He could close me on a lot of shit. Um, but I closed him. So right now I have no other evidence other than I'm the guy who closes the guy that teaches you to close. <laughs> Touche, sir. Dude, Touché. I love that. Touché. Dude, I sold cars for a little while too. I thought I did. I lo- How long did you sell cars for? Well, you know, I don't remember, but I, I was in the car business from about 17 to 30. So what is that? 13 yeah. years. But I wasn't just selling, you know, I mm-hmm. went up through the ranks. Yeah, yeah. I love selling cars, man. We used to kind of have a little little competition, which worked really well for us. We were, you know, me and a couple of friends and just a couple of young dudes on a car lot. And, you know, we got a lot of the the older guys, the classic car salesman looking dudes. So we were we were extremely approachable. And we used to literally have a competition of I would just wanted to talk with people and just walk them around the lot and not talk about cars at all. Just bullshit with them. And make them start to have the conversation of one, why the fuck are you following me around? Two, uh, here's what I'm looking for, and it, and it worked, man, because you it was easy to build that rapport, build that relationship. Just amidst normal conversation, I would pick things out of that conversation and, and already find problems, whether baby's on the way, they need a bigger car, whatever the case may be. So I think is I wish everyone had to sell cars at one point in their life. I loved it. I made my son do it. He he asked me you know, to get him a job this nice said, go sell cars for a year. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I have a timeshare background, right? So I was in the timeshare business started about seven years ago. We, we moved pretty quickly. The sales teams that we ran did very, very well. And, uh, you know, one thing we always ask people is like, if you could choose the sales, I guess you could say title, if you will, what has the worst sales title? If you could say, listen, I sell anything. What's the worst 
sales side that you could have. We're going to be selling, you know, the used car salesmen, vacuum sweepers, uh, furniture. What do you think the worst one is in your? I mean, as far as reputation? Yeah. Yeah. Probably a used car salesman. You know, I always ask people that question, Brad, and I say that's because you haven't met a timeshare salesman. I mean, they're selling air. They're doing a lot of shady shit, which we don't like, right? Because we always talk about pitching with integrity and honesty, punch people in the face. I think the reason why, you know, I've got a company called Make Sales Great again that we run and, and it, yeah, political title, call it what you will, but it's the truth, man. There's a lot of people lying out there. They're not selling it. We talk about that a lot because in today's world, you know, my question to you is uh, how important is it to just punch them in the face with, with honesty? I mean, if your product or service you're offering doesn't really give people what they need, why sell it to them? Point them in the direction that you know, of something that will. So we don't think you're a great salesperson when you're lying to sell your service or product. We just think you're a good fucking liar, right? Yeah. So, I mean, and I think it's getting worse. What's your opinion on that? Well, I mean, you know, every industry is different. There's good, there's good, honest people in every industry and there's dirt bags in every industry, I think. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, man, if, if, if the internet all the knowledge you need is out there. Like, again, I can teach people how to get past most objections and close most deals with a small technique I developed, isolate and, 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 and identify and isolate the objection. Then you create a hypothetical solution to solve it. And if that doesn't solve it, it's because it's not the real objection, right? So most people brand new and or little experienced that someone says why they're not buying something, they automatically believe that that's the truth when it's nine times out of 10, not the truth. So how do you identify and isolate the objection? Well, you solve it. Well, how do you solve it? Well, with a hypothetical solution, I can hypothetically solve anything. Like, give me a, give me an objection, any objection. Yeah, I can't afford it. Well, if you could afford it, would you move forward? Absolutely. Now, well, well, then I'd start looking around. Okay, so then uh, affording it is not the real issue. Mm-hmm. Because if I would have solved your objection, even if it's hypothetical, your answer would be yes. Mm-hmm. So, hey, my wife's not here. If your wife was here, she told you to pull the trigger. Would you move forward? Well, you know, then we probably look around. Okay, then it's not the wife. It's just not the wife. Quit. Get off the wife. I used to tell people, listen, you know, I I can make you a deal. I need to get my wife. I say, well, bring her, go get her, bring her back and we'll dick her. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How how many closes did that work on? (laughs) But nowadays, guys, I mean, sales to me, is like one thing. If you want to succeed in life, you're going to need eight things to master. The, the, the eight things that you need to master, one of them is skills. The skills that you need in this life right now currently is very simple. The, the ability to influence sales, in, you know, sales, influence, persuasion, it's all the same shit. You need that skill set and it can be learned. By anybody, introvert, extrovert, doesn't matter. Male, female, doesn't matter. There's nobody in the world that cannot learn to do it. Number two, marketing. Okay, digital marketing is so incredibly valuable. It's unbelievable. Everyone and their dog should learn that skill. That's a skill. And then the third one is communication. It's so key that I bought a domain called Communication. Because one of these days I'm going to teach people a communication course and it'll be called communication. Because it's, key. it's absolutely key. So with those three skills, right? You can go anywhere you want in life. You can build a business, scale a business, work for someone else. You can live anywhere in any environment 
and, and survive. So again, everyone that's listening to this podcast, whether it's two or 2 million out of, I would say 10 people that heard what I just said, zero will go, Oh, okay. Let me go learn those three things and then execute. So with all the information on the internet execution, okay. Is the difference between a good idea and a good company. You know, I've had so many ideas I didn't execute on. Now I see them and they're multi-million dollar businesses. Yeah. Damn this, this talk about my buddy, my buddy made this. It's like it, you just put your finger in here. And then if you want to set it up, you do this. But ultimately, dude, when the first iPhones came out and it slipped out of my phone, because they do, I said, dude, I need to put something on the back of this. And then I never did it. Well, it, seven years later, I see these out on the market. Turns out the guy ends up on my podcast. <laughs> he's, he's making millions of dollars with those things. I thought of it seven years before he did, and I didn't do shit with it. So guess what? Execution is what matters. And guess what? Execution is a choice. Yes or no? Yes. So guess what? Success is a choice. So if you're not successful and you want to be, you're not choosing to be. Someone says, what do you mean? I, I, I choose to be. Okay, well, look, Google's got a lot of information. You can figure out the how real easy, then execute. Well, that'll take three years. Oh, here come the excuses. Well, I didn't graduate high school. Oh, here come the excuses, right? You got to get rid of the excuses. Most people can't because they're rationalizing from the subconscious because they don't really like themselves because their whole life they realize that they're not necessarily worth anything. What, who told them that? I don't know. Girlfriends, their mom, their brothers, who knows? You listen to somebody along the way that basically said you ain't worth a shit. And now subconsciously you're replaying that movie over and over in your head. And you literally, every time you almost start to succeed, something happens. And all of a sudden you end up a loser, self-sabotage. And then your whole life goes by and you didn't realize it was just a choice. Choose to forgive yourself. Number one, everyone deserves a second chance. Commit to do what you say you're going to do from that day forward. Rack up the wins. Quit racking up the losses. Quit making million-dollar goals, right? Start making thousand-dollar goals and fucking hit them, okay? And start getting those wins racked up in your in your in your mind. Like, dude, I fucking win every day. I don't I don't lose. Why? Well, because dude, my 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 targets are right here, not right here. And guess what? When you hit these targets, these automatically happen. Most people are trying for these targets. They lose. Registers a loss. Registers a loss. Registers a loss. Pretty soon we start to rationalize. Well, well, fuck, you know, 900 was pretty close. No, it isn't. That's a loss, bro. Rack up the wins. Then cut out all negative people in your life. Every single one of them. Doesn't matter who it is. Just get rid of all the negativity. Watch what goes in your head, including your own words. Words are magical. That's why they you have to spell words. You, you literally cast spells on people and yourself with your fucking mouth. There's a gut check. People say, I'm trying to lose weight. Motherfucking trying and doing are two different things. You're either fucking doing it or you're trying to do it. Which one? Pick one. Well, I'm doing it. Okay, then quit saying fucking trying. I'm trying to lose weight. That's the dumbest shit you could say. Because if your subconscious mind wants to make you correct, let's pretend your subconscious mind is there just to make you correct. So you think to yourself, man, I'm trying to get rich. If it says, okay, that's an ongoing, never arriving thing. I'm trying to get rich. Say I'm getting rich. 
or even better, I am. I am statements, dude, that shit's magical. So, so ultimately you got to cut out the negativity and the hate. Then you need to figure out where the fuck you're going in the first place, right? So many people have no idea where they're even going. So how are you supposed to visualize where you're going if you don't know where it is? You got to get clarity down to the freaking Nat's ass if, if possible. If I told you guys there's $5 million in a cabin in upstate New York, drive out there and you can have it. What would be your first question? Yeah, how fast can I get there? Where the fuck is it? <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah. Can you give me some directions? How do, yeah. I, how do I get there? But nobody yeah. does that with success. They, they just say, I just want to be successful. What is rich? What are you going to do with the money? What's it for? What's the purpose? What's your why? All that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got to get clarity and visualize on a daily basis. And then last but not least, dude, you got to seek new information. Because yeah. most people don't understand if you want to change what you're getting, you have to change what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. And in order to change what you're doing, you have to change what you believe because the reason you do what you do is because you believe what you believe for whatever reason, right or wrong, true or false. It, that's why you do what you do is because you believe what you believe. So you, you have to change your beliefs to change your actions. You want to change someone's behavior, change their belief system. Okay. Don't threaten them. Don't punish them. That works, but temporarily, if you really want to change somebody, you have to change their beliefs. So how do we change our beliefs? Well, we got to get new information. There's the only way to change a belief is to get new information. So every day, why aren't we seeking new information? If you go a whole day and you didn't intentionally seek new information, you just wasted a day. I read, I read 30 pages of a book every single day strictly to get new information. I, I need new information. You ask me why I did this podcast. To me, this is new information. This is new relationships. This is the, 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 the formula and the essence and the foundation of success, right? Connections, resources, relationships, knowledge. That's what you get when you have a conversation with people. I may not believe what you say, but I want to hear it. Yeah. I, a lot of that first part of kind of what you said with those steps, I love. And it, it's, it, it's kind of surrounded around some degree of personal development. Not everyone is super strong-minded, right? I mean, so sometimes some people have to work a little bit harder and, and get some more tangible exercises to kind of help with that mindset thing. But one thing that we've learned with a bunch of the, the very successful people that we're talking to, one of the commonalities seems to be kind of investing in yourself and helping with your mind, aside from the skills, like you had mentioned, just helping with that mindset. Because you can have all the skills in the world, but if your mindset sucks, you, you're shooting yourself in the foot. So, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, when they get that knowledge, one thing we hear, which I guess you're reiterating now, I mean, it, it's kind of like, and I was going to ask you your thoughts on ego, right? Because there's a lot of people we've talked to that say, you know, get rid of the ego. You can always win. I know there's a certain amount of ego in some people's opinion that you have to have in order to be successful, good ego, bad ego, whatever it may be. But I think some people hold themselves back due to success. I mean, for instance, we, this is the recorded podcast, right? We're going to edit. Immediately when you got on, you, what's the question? Are you guys open to some advice? Are you fucking kidding me from Bradley? Yeah, we're going to take the advice, right? You, you're there. You've made it. You're still growing. You're doing everything, right? We listen until it fucking hurts, okay? And then we implement what's successful. So free information that people are going to get off this podcast and get off from just watching you on Instagram and all your, your social media outlets. Dude, you give free information on a daily basis and it's raw and it's real. 
but a lot of people let ego get in the way of growth. What's your opinion on that good ego, bad ego? And, and do you think it stunts people's ability to thrive at a high level? A hundred percent. I think the ego is, is developed to protect the real you because, because the real you is a pussy. The real you is a coward. The real you is a fucking liar. The real you is a thief. And so you develop this ego to protect that rather than get rid of your ego, admit that you're a liar and stop fucking doing it. Admit that you're a pussy and get freaking tough. Like if I started mixed martial arts fighting today, am I going to get my ass kicked? Well, sure I am. But see me in two years, see me in three years. Yeah. I've got my ass kicked 700 times. Now I'm a badass. Well, that's just a choice, a decision. Now I use mixed martial arts because everyone can like identify with that. You know, you, you, you don't fight and then you do fight. And after a while experience and whatnot, you become a badass. That's why these mixed martial artists are badasses, dude. You know how many fights they've been in? You know how many times they've practiced those moves? You know how calm they are? Do you know how confident they are? Only because they've done it a thousand times. So you need to, you need to apply that same thing in real life. And the ego rationalizes things and makes you, in my opinion, the ego is not your amigo. Like you, you, you want to get rid of your ego. I have no ego. You say, why did I get on this podcast? I already have a team of people that looks and sees if it's big, if it's small, you guys look like you're just starting out. Dude, why am I on this? Well, dude, I'd have to have an ego to say, why am I on this? I'm on this to help share knowledge. Number one, number two, you guys might get other people to be on it because I was on it, which has happened in the past. It's going to help you guys. We're going to establish a relationship. Like, why wouldn't I get on it? Ego. I ain't getting on that shit, dude. They're just starting. What if, what if, what if all my people like them better? You know, that's all ego shit. Yeah. You know, oh, this guy thinks he's so cool because he makes millions of dollars. Fuck him. That's ego. I'd be like, what is this guy doing to make millions of dollars? I want to freaking hang around with this guy. I want to emulate what that person is doing because guess what? You guys want a gut check? Like action causes like result. Okay, is that rocket science, folks? Like action causes like result. Go find someone that achieved what you want to achieve, ask them what they did, and do the same fucking shit. Which is what you've done with Lightspeed. I mean, you're, you give people a platform, and it's not just the big names, though, man. I mean, like, we... I, whether you remember or not, we had a small conversation through Instagram Messenger, which, again, thank you for responding because a lot of people didn't. I can tell you a story about that later. But you had said it wasn't about you selling me shit. It was responding. And one of the things you said to me, whether you remember or not, you said, dude, you got it. It looks like you got some stuff out there. Dude, I can help you. And it, you don't need – the thing is, listen, you, you talk about building relationships. One thing I love about Bradley, what we can see of you, which is very real – is that you give a shit about people, right? You're, I, I look at the culture at your headquarters. I look at the people that uh, talking to Maria. I mean, these are happy people in environment with Bradley. We, we watch it. None of your shit, by the way, is, is does, it seems all real, not scripted. Your posts out there, just you having conversations. There are micro posts of long posts. You're really working with some people that you care about. Why is it important for people that are watching this or hearing this to understand the value in culture and actually caring about other people's success. Because a guy like you, 
Brett, let's be honest. I don't need to know the fucking number, but I guarantee you could live pretty comfortably if you just stopped working tomorrow, right? And, but at the end of the day, it's not about that. It's about you impacting lives. You created this, this service on multiple different levels, the sales, uh, your, 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 your tech company, you're, doing, you're writing books, you're giving knowledge to people. That it's not about the money for you. You want to get rich, don't get me wrong, because you can help more people with more money, but you actually give a fuck about people and culture. Is, is that fair to say? Yeah, it's fair to say. I mean, you know, there's a lot of things I do that people don't know. Like I own RV dealerships. I, I own a lead business. I, I, you know, the, my podcast, believe it or not, is getting bigger than shit. I, I, I got invited to be on Cameo a while back. You heard of Cameo? Yeah. It's basically where you pay celebrities to give you videos and shout outs so you can hire a celebrity to go tell your girlfriend happy birthday or whatever. You know, maybe their favorite person or whatever. What would it cost to get you to sing my wife? Out <laughs> I think I raised my price to 500 bucks. Really <laughs> yeah. Done. I'll pay, I'll pay in full for the next 10 fucking years. We're in. But when they asked me to be on it, I'm like, cool. Yeah. I mean, shit, that, that technically means, you know, something that's a legitimizer. So I'm like, sure, I'll be on it. Cause I went and looked, I'm like, these are real freaking people. So, so I said, yeah, I'll be on it. So they put me on it and I onboarded and all that. And they're like, Hey, tweet this out and do this. And so I'm sitting there looking at the, at the cameo page and, and I'm looking NBA athlete, you know, MLB pitcher, uh, you know, actor, comedian. And then I thought, well, what do they have me at? I'm like, <laughs> I wonder, I wonder what I am. Like, am, am I an entrepreneur? Like, like what, what did they put me as? So I go and look and it says podcaster. <laughs> and dude, I don't see myself as a podcast. <laughs> Somebody called me and said, Hey, are you going to this convention? And I said, What's that? And they said, That's where all the podcasters go to learn the latest and greatest. And I and I said, Why would I go to that? He goes, Well, because you're a podcaster. I said, I ain't a podcaster, you idiot. <laughs> And technically, I am a podcaster. Yeah, you're a podcaster for sure. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. I don't look at it as a podcast. I look at it as I'm having conversations that I'm recording, and I'm letting other people hear those conversations. That's it. Mm -hmm. So, like, I, I, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm. There's no intention with dropping bombs. There's no. Oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a million subscribers, then I'm going to start selling ads. I get people all the time wanting me to post, you know, say stuff like the the. Boner pill company, I forget what it's called. You know, I'm not going to sit there and talk about boner pills dropping bombs. Like, hell no. And they're like, I'll give you 2,000 an episode. All you have to do is mention our, our product. I said, no, I'm not doing that. Like, that's lame. Now, I think personally, that's what money gives you is options and freedom. And that's really my, my motivation. Now, I do have a selfish goal of wanting to hit a billion dollar valuation only because. When I was growing up, dude, a millionaire was like the biggest thing ever. You know, I wanted to be a millionaire, millionaire. Well, dude, a millionaire is not that difficult anymore. That is not the same as it used to be. The billionaire is the new millionaire. Mm -hmm. I just, I just raised my level of thinking. It's a hard task, man. I'll tell you what, it, you're a long ways away when like, most people don't understand how much a billion really is. I forgot there's something you guys can look up. Um, but like if you gave away $5 a day to give away a million dollars, you're going to give $5 a day away for like, you know, 
a year, two years, or I forget what it is. If you want to give uh, a billion dollars away, you'll be giving it away for like 497 years. <laughs> something, dude, like something massive, di big difference. So now I'm starting to think of 50 shit, maybe half a billion would do. <laughs> <laughs> you said it's the little wins. Because <laughs> I mean, like, dude, is that ego that I want a billion dollar company? And I'm, and I'm trying to get rid of the ego. Why? Because, dude, life's a lot better with no ego. Like, you have no ego. And by the way, if you do it right, you replace ego with confidence. You replace ego with certainty. When someone says, hey, you want to do my podcast? And I say, no. Period. Why? Don't have to answer you. At the end of the day, the answer is no. Most people can't do that. They can't do that. They either have FOMO or they, or they, or they, or they feel bad or, or whatever the question is. You, ha you have to learn to say no and, and, and really focus on what is the most productive thing you can do on a day-to-day -day basis, minute by minute, based on where it is you're going. Yeah. So like I, I developed these life gauges. One of the life gauges is basically your, what I call your map. Okay. If you don't have a map, how do you know if you're going that direction? So let's say, for example, you, one of your goals, one of your items on your map, one of your destinations is to be in shape. Let's just say, let's say you're fat and you want to be in shape. Is a cheeseburger moving you towards that goal or away from that? Goal? <laughs> Definitely away. Right. And everybody knows fat, skinny, in shape, not in shape. Everybody knows the answer to that. So it's not rocket science. Like put down the fucking donut, bro. Well, I, you know, I, 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 that's the ego. That's the rationalizing. That's the, oh, you don't have to work out. You people need to love you for what you are. No, you don't, dude. You get more opportunities when you're in shape. Don't be mad at me. I'm, I didn't create society, but I guarantee you, dude, you're applying for a job. Some 300 pounder walks in with sweat stains and some freaking buck 85 walks in with freaking kick-ass clothes, cufflinks, pocket square. Who are you going for? Who are you gonna who are you gonna automatically lean to just for biases? You know, the the, the 300 pounder, no discipline. Well, that's not fair to say. It's not necessarily fair to say politically, but guess what? You're probably correct. Yeah, it's not politically correct, but you're probably correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like you know, don't be politically correct, man, so much. Now, again, I'm not talking about hurting people's feelings. I don't walk around and tell fat people, hey, you big tub of shit. But I do walk up to people that are that are overweight and they ask me, how do I win? I say, guys, listen, you have to determine what winning looks like first. That's your map, man. You have to have a map. And then everything boils down to daily choices. So it's the choices that you make that determine the roads you take. And the choices should be based on your destination. You know, I wake up tomorrow. Should I work out? Well, I don't know. Does that move you towards or away? Well, that moves me towards. It's obvious. Okay, well, then the answer is fucking yes. But I don't have time. Make time. See what I'm saying? Most people say they don't have time. They don't have time. They don't have time. It means that the priority is not there. Sure. You'll make time if it's a priority. Yeah. You'll make time. You'll you'll create time. And time is is unlimited most people don't understand that either like if i asked you how many hours do you have in a day most people will say what 
24. Do you believe that? 24 hours in a day. I'm, I'm open to hearing your <laughs> reasoning. Why not? That's all you have? <laughs> no. Do you or not? Do you have more than that or not? In one day? 24 hours? One day. There's no trick. No. No, no more than 24. 24 hours. Okay, now watch. I hired 100 people to give me eight hours a day. How many hours do I have now? Yeah, 800 hours. Makes sense. Yeah, but everybody's taught we only have 24 hours in a day. Bullshit. You have all the time in the motherfucking world. Okay? Oh, At the end of the day, one thing's certain. You're going to die. And with and with technology coming the way it is, dude, that might not even be certain in the, in the future. Shit, there might be people living a thousand years. Dude, they got, they got clones and they can... 4d print a new heart i mean dude there it's crazy what's going on with technology but at the end of the day what does it boil down to choices choices everybody literally can be successful can be buff can be rich can be anything they want as long as the they understand it boils down to choices now on on the other far spectrum of that everybody says you know you can do anything you set your mind to that's total bullshit that's not true. You can't play for the fucking Lakers. Okay. <laughs> Go set your mind to it and let's see it happen. Now, well, you know, I got I, I got to play for two hours for charity. No, no, no. We're talking about really playing for the Lakers. <laughs> You're not playing for the Lakers. I don't care if you set your mind to it or not. It's not possible in most cases. Now, take Michael Jordan. He got cut from the first team and all that. Dude, we're not talking about someone with the natural ability and the and the and the and the ability to do something. We're talking about you want to freaking play for the Lakers. You're 52 years old, out of shape, and five foot seven. Yeah, you ain't playing for the Lakers. No. <laughs> right. So, so when when someone says that, you got to realize, well, that's bullshit. Okay, then why are they saying it? Time is limited. Why are you saying that? Time is not limited. Money doesn't grow on trees. Well. It doesn't grow on trees, but did they tell you where it does grow? You know where money grows? Where? In other people's pockets. In strangers' pockets. Money grows in strangers' pockets, but yet we're told, what about strangers? Stay away from them. Don't, <laughs> Don't talk be kidnapped. To yep. Don't talk to strangers. <laughs> Why wouldn't I talk to strangers? <laughs> they've got the money that I'm looking for. They've got the opportunities. They've got the knowledge. They've got the connections. They've got the referrals. They've got the resources. You should be talking to strangers every day, all day. If you're talking to people you already know, it better be to develop the relationship because if you already know them and you're just shooting the shit for nothing, dude, you're wasting time, man. I'm telling you right now, you don't value time at all. I can show anybody how to freaking be successful. Right here, here, here's what they got to do. You ready? Write these eight things down. Okay. Now these eight things right here, if you can master these, you're going to, you're going to literally have the whole world by the balls. Number one, you need the right mindset, right? Your belief system. If your beliefs are fucked up, you got problems. Number two, you need discipline. You have to learn discipline, develop discipline. It's real simple. Okay. It's a choice. Discipline is really a choice. Okay. When you, when you puss out and stop, it's rationalizing in your head. Oh, you've done enough. Oh, I can't take it anymore. Nine times out of 10, if you push your body to its limits, where you mentally think I cannot run another step, you could actually go 40 to 50% beyond that. 
and then you'll collapse. And, and, and if you didn't collapse, because that's a safety feature, then you might freaking die. But you're not going to die pushing yourself. But mentally, we, 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 we can do 40, 50 percent more than we think we can. So discipline, then the habits, if you can create the right habits, man, the whole thing's over. Um, the resources that you have at your ability, the person with the most resources, nine times out of 10 wins. Then you've got skills. All you need is three essential skills, sales, communication. And what's the other one? I said it earlier. Marketing. That's right. Marketing, right? If you can do sales, communication, and marketing, dude, you'll own the world. Then you need relationships. Every big deal I've ever done, I had a relationship with the people I was doing it with. Everybody else has what you're looking for. If you had it, you wouldn't, you wouldn't need it or want it. Well, if, if you want more, everybody else is who has it. So you have to get to know them. The more hands you shake, the more money you make. Then you need a roadmap. Okay, most people do not have a roadmap. If I told you to go find someone in a room full of 500 people, you couldn't do it unless I told you what they look like, but yet we're all out hunting and searching for success. We're chasing our dreams. We don't even know what they look like. You need a roadmap and you need to visualize on a daily basis. And then you need knowledge. So where do you get knowledge? And again, like this isn't a trick question. Where do you get knowledge from? Yeah, I mean, on internet, library, other people reading books. Yeah. Podcasts, courses. Yeah. So how come every day we're not hunting and, and consuming these things? If everybody just woke up every day, opened a book, read 30 pages a day of a self-help book, their whole life will change in three to four years. Now someone's in three to four years. I want it now. Well, then you should have started three or four years ago. <laughs> well, that being said, man, I know you just had an in-person event at your headquarters called Real Success. Give us an idea how that went. I mean, I know a lot of people would love to be there, but we're curious to hear how it went. Well, it went fantastic, obviously. This is one of those posed questions my team sent you. Like, you know, it, it was awesome. You know, I, I just had a two-day event where I said, if you want to learn what real success looks like, come out here. We're going to show you how to build a personal brand, which is easy to do. We're going to show you how to freaking sell and market, which is easy to do. We're going to teach you once you start making the money, where do you put it? What do you do with money? Financial literacy, basically. Um, personal brand, sales and marketing, uh, uh, investments, and then relationships. How do you find, build, and, and nurture relationships that pay? So we just talked about those four things over a two-day period, man. Everybody freaking loved it. You know, there was deals made. It was awesome. I built a training center downstairs in my office that all has black leather recliners, massive wall, LED wall. So it's pretty intimate but but badass so i'll start doing them more often man if you're following me on social media and you see me do any kind of event that's, that has real in front of it real sales real wealth real closing real relationships real anything it's one of those real success was a combination of of those four well you also have awesome. a smoke machine so the question is how often do you use it entering the stage that's what we want is it every time or is it just for God, we should have got a I mean, smoke, machine, done this podcast. smoke machine this should have done <laughs> it's, it, you know, I, I would rather have it, not need it, than need it, not have it. 
You also got a new book coming out called The Hard Way. And uh, we looked that up uh, as you were getting on the podcast. And it looks like you can pre-order it, right? Uh, and tell us a little bit about why you wrote the book. And yeah, your team may have sent us some of these questions, but we, we, we were ready. We wanted to know about it anyways, man, because, I mean, the title speaks for itself. Well, I'm finishing the book. It's, it's, you, you've been able to pre-order it for like a year now which is funny because people ordered it, you know, and then bugged me every month. When, when's it coming out? I'm like, Dude, that's why it's a pre-order. <laughs> but it, it should be out in the next 30 days. Um, it's getting wrapped up and off to the printers pretty soon. But the hard way, the, the official title is Lessons I've Learned the Hard Way. So you don't have to. It's basically universal lessons that you're going to learn one way or the other. The question is, is how are you going to learn it? By reading my book? or freaking getting punched in the face like I did. It's just lessons I've learned the hard way, man. You yeah. know, be authentic, you know, learn sales and marketing, learn to sell. Um, you know, there's probably 18 different stories and lessons compiled into a book that ultimately, I mean, I wrote every word of it. A lot of people wanted me to ghostwrite it. And I'm like, I can't do that. Why? Cause dude, that ain't real. I can't put my name on a book that someone else wrote and say, I wrote it like that's bullshit. Um, so it took me a little longer than I thought, uh, you know, it, it's, 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 I got to run a company or several actually, um, and try to write it, but I bit the bullet a couple of weeks ago and really powered through it. And I'm, I'm, I'm wrapping it up this weekend and it should be out in the next 30 days. You can have an audio version of that. Of course. Love that. Yeah. Love that. I'm not a big reader, but I listen to audio books all the time. Quicker, so I'm looking forward. Yeah. There's something wrong with my, with my body. Like right when I start reading, I fucking pass out and I fall asleep. Well, well there's a lot of reasons why you can't talk about on this. Dude, but. It's really hard for me to read books. <laughs> so also, man, you know, there some of the questions that, you know, they had kind of, you know, wanted us to ask or questions we were going to ask anyways. I mean, you've got a lot of entrepreneurs out there that, and, and it's not an easy road, bro. Right. I mean, like trying to be, as powerful as an individual as you are and trying to grow to your level, obviously it's possible. And, and you give people hope showing that it's possible. You cut through the bullshit, you tell them it's hard fucking work. We'll give you the roadmap. We'll help you get there. It ain't always about the money. What tip would you give a new entrepreneur starting from scratch? Hey man, I'm going to stop all the bullshit I'm doing. I want to be an entrepreneur today. What's the first tip you'd give them? Start. <laughs> <laughs> do I was it. gonna say I thought he was gonna say go to get, get, sign up for real success, but that's it. <laughs> I mean, most people just never start, dude. They think about shit for too long and they ask everybody's opinion because they don't value their own and you know they're worried about what other people are gonna think and you know they're 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 worried about other people's judgment because they don't value their own. It, it all boils down to freaking self-confidence, self-belief, self-worth. And, you know, again, the, the thing I told you earlier, I call it the sacred six. The sacred six should repair most people's relationship with themselves. When I say relationships are key, the first relationship you need to master is the one you have with yourself. And the way to do that is you forgive yourself consciously. Um, you commit to do what you say you're going to do. You rack up the wins by by doing what you say and hitting smaller goals every single day. So, like, you 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 you... Pick shit that you know you can do. It's not about, you know, let me stretch. Let me see if I can do this. No, no, no. What can you do? Can you walk 10 more steps today on the treadmill? Yeah, well, then that's your goal. Can you eat two less French fries? Well, then that's your fucking goal. And every day you start doing a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And pretty soon 
you're, you start to sit up a little taller and you start to feel like you deserve a little bit more and you start to act like you deserve more. And then guess what happens? People start talking shit. Well, that's step four, get rid of those idiots. Don't, you don't want to be around anyone who's not supportive of you, period. Now I'm not talking about someone that won't tell you like it is. I'm talking about a real friend, a friend is supportive. Okay. A friend, a friend is encouraging. A friend is not saying, dude, you didn't even graduate, dude. You think you're going to fucking be a millionaire. So you get rid of the negativity. Then you figure out where you're going and you visualize it on a regular basis. Visualization works guys. They've proven it. They've had basketball teams, one practice free throws, one not practice free throws and one think about practicing free throws, visualize practicing the, the ones that visualized improved just as much as the ones that actually did it. This is scientifically measured shit, man. Visualization works. So you have to visualize. See what I'm saying? Yep. Hell yeah. On a regular basis. Well, what do you visualize? You visualize where the fuck you want to go. Dipshit. That's your map. So every day you visualize, visualize, visualize. And pretty soon, dude, the universe starts to put people and things in your world to match that image. Because that becomes your self-image. And dude, you're never going to outperform your own self-image. Ever. It's not possible. So then number six is seek knowledge so you can change your beliefs, so you can change your actions, so you can change your results. You do those six things within 90 to 120 days, dude, you're going to look back and be a totally different person. And when you become a totally different person, guess what happens? Everybody starts to say, hey, I like the old you. And you start repeating those steps every single time. Someone pops up that's negative, get rid of them. Every day, seek new information. Constantly, constantly go through those six. I'll bet you anything within a year, you'll be a completely different individual. People will say, dude, you're, you're not the same anymore. I get, I get people that I haven't seen for a couple of years. They show up and they're like, dude, you're different. Well, yeah, I'm different. I hope I'm different. I don't want to stay the same. Do you? <laughs> so I got one last question out of curiosity coming from what you were talking about with cameo. Cause I'm interested. Cause you know, you, you got a lot of, you know, uh, you got a lot of things going on. If you could pick that title, that one worder on cameo, what would it be like? What would you, you know, quote unquote identify with? I mean, you look like a cool dude, but what do you identify <laughs> with as what would that title be? If you got to pick it. either actor or billionaire. I don't know. Oh yeah. Billionaire actor. Billionaire actor. <laughs> I was, when I was a kid, I was always going to, I always planned on being a movie star. And then I went to LA and I auditioned for some movies and I got a few roles and then I got clipped because the producer's son was, was getting out of a drug rehab. So I lost a role and, you know, I always was going to be a movie star. That was my real plan when I was young. Um, and I, and I, and I basically gave up in a nutshell, but I didn't really give up. I just postponed it. I decided to go get rich so I can make my own movies. Well, I didn't know it'd take 20 some years. So <laughs> one, of the, one of these days I'm going to make a movie, obviously I'll put myself in it and then, and then we'll see what the market thinks. Cause that's the true judge. Right. <clears throat> but you know, I'd like to be only like a big one, but I'd like it to say, you know, I, I would, I don't need a title. Like when they see me, they're like, oh, I find it. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to ask you how you transition from an actor into this. I mean, there's a lot of people that believe that that 
self-help, self-development. It's all bullshit. I mean, Brandon, you were that guy for a 100%. while, right? Like, yeah. I got on board. I, I'm a couple of years older than Brandon. Not going to say, not going to let you dive oh, into that one. But, but, you know, watching someone scale based on self-help and development, just the knowledge that they get, I jumped into it full speed because it changed my life exponentially. We all have our own stories. You know, I came up from, from serious bullshit myself. But it helped me tremendously. What would you tell those people out there that just say, man, I, I don't I don't need to listen to these guys or I don't believe in self-help or this person, all that bullshit. I'm sure you've heard it way more than we have over the years. What would you tell those people that that think it's all just a sham? You know what I mean? That, you know, this guy is a millionaire. He, you know, he got lucky or whatever they may think. I just want to know how, how you how do you talk to them about really diving into this and why it's important? Well, I would just simply say, prove it. So if I'm full of shit, prove it. Go do what I tell you to do and see if it doesn't change everything I said it would change. You know, spend your life proving things and disproving things. Don't make assumptions in that regard. Prove it. Like, you know, go read the four agreements. Apply the four agreements. If that doesn't change your life, Read another book. If that doesn't change your life, read another book. If that doesn't change your life, read another book. I'll bet you anything. One of those books, you're going to say changed your life. And it doesn't mean changed my life. Like I went from homeless to billionaire. Like, dude, that's a big fucking extreme. But how about going from a unethical loser to a fucking ethical individual that now has an opportunity in life? Because, dude, a lot of these people don't understand the value of being ethical. Like you can get rich lying, cheating, and stealing, but it usually doesn't last. Usually it's not long-term. So you got to make a choice. Do you want long-term or do you want short-term? Because who'd, who'd want to get rich and then crash down and be broke? Like, dude, I'd rather be broke my whole life than get rich and then go broke. I don't want to yeah. take, I don't want to taste success and then not, and then lose it. And not only that, here's what I'd tell them. I'd tell them that you got, two choices. You can learn it the easy way, which is from other people doing it the hard way and, and you reading their shit or the hard way. Cause you're going to learn it one way or the other. And what's, here's, what's crazy. What people don't understand, man, it, it's common sense guys. If you go look at every single person you admire and, if, and, and they have accomplished what you want to accomplish and you ask every single one of them, tell me what you do every day. Tell me how you got here. Every single one of them will say the same shit. Everything I just said is the same shit. Everyone else will tell you that's successful. Nobody successful will disagree with what I said. And everyone will say what I said. They'll just say it their own way. You know what I mean? Some people like to complicate it and make it sound very corporate and big words. Why? Because they charge big money to teach you. Some people just say it point blank. It sounds so fucking easy and point blank put, you don't believe it. But everybody's saying the same shit, dude. Yeah. You know, get up every day. You know, focus. What you, what you focus on grows and what you ignore dwindles. So if you want more money, focus on money. Put energy towards earning money and you'll earn more money. But if you sit there and say, oh, these guys are full of shit and you don't try it, well, then you're going to learn the hard way. 
And I guarantee you guys, there's, there's people listening to think, yeah, it's easy for him to say he already made it. Guys, I got kicked out of my house at 16, dropped out of high school at 16, didn't ever get a high school diploma. Um, now I've got two PhDs, four MBAs, and six associate degrees. They're like, dude, you got all those degrees? Yeah, they, they work for me. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need a degree you can hire one you know at the end of the day that's limited belief just oh, go fix your mind is what i would say first fix your mindset because without that the rest of it man is really difficult but but if you believe shit's possible and it is and you fix the mindset and you start to shift from a scarcity limited mindset to an abundance mindset dude if nothing else, life will be a thousand times more enjoyable than it will be if you stay limited. Yeah. yeah. What's well, that ego piece, right? I mean, that's yeah. it was just my ego saying this is all fluffy bullshit. <laughs> yeah. That's all it really was. I mean, listen, they, when we thought about the title, you know, we 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 are I, I, I would love to get uh, in, in a small room with, with a Bradley and, and go head to head handle objections, have a good time. Cause I just love how we learn, you know, there there's, you learn more when you, when like for me, if I, if I think I'm the smartest person in the room, then, then, then I'm in the wrong room, right? We talk about that all the time, but make sales great again was built because of people lying, right? You said something about being ethical, right? It's important for people to understand that are listening to this podcast. You do things. Yeah. You want to make money. You want to get rich. You want to do the right thing, but, you really do help people, but when you sell something, you sell a product or service that adds value. You talked a little bit about it earlier. How, dude, if you're making a hundred fucking phone calls and and you're talking and they don't want your product, you'd find something else to fucking sell, or that product or service you're offering doesn't give enough value to sell, right? So, I, I just I, I want to thank you for being that guy because that that ethical portion of what you talk about, you live it every single day, and I want people to understand how important that is because that ties in directly to relationships, which you said is the massive part about your success, right? hundred percent. And quite frankly, I mean, I would rather be broke with a, with a good reputation than, than rich with a terrible reputation. Like, in other words, I value people over money and some people value money over people. And I think if you value money over people or money over friends or money over relationships, soon you'll have neither. Yeah. And ironically, I think the people that I've met that are most successful feel the same exact way. And ironically, they're the ones with more fucking money than anyone else. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you, I've had people come in here and they just want to buy whatever I got to sell because they just want to buy whatever I got to sell. And I, and I start to ask them questions and, you know, it doesn't happen on a case, uh, very often because we can help a lot of people. But I've on occasion said, dude, I, I wouldn't necessarily do this. They're like, oh, what are you trying to do? The takeaway clothes on me? I'm like... <laughs> Oh, dude, like I personally, if I were you, would not do this. <laughs> and, 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 you know, over time, we've become friends and they've told that story where, dude, I was offered him $50,000 and he just he, he didn't even want to take it. Why? Because I knew that $50,000 was not going to help this individual. This $50,000 would have actually hurt the individual. And I knew that ahead of time. Why would I take the money? Yeah. Like I like if I don't think that I can help you in exchange for the money I'm charging, I won't, I won't take your money. Now, if you can get that alignment going, I guarantee you, dude, you're going to have a much longer history of success because nowadays with the internet, bro, your reputation can be ruined in five minutes. You can be a freaking smart ass, a dick, cancel cultures out there, say the wrong word, be a racist, 
you know, hump a freaking child, do anything freaking dumb. And you're done in one second because of social media. So if, if that's true, and we know it's all true, everyone would agree. Yeah, dude. Well, then do the opposite, man. Be good and let the social media talk for you. I get people following me that literally say I saved their life, like literally they were going to commit suicide. I get people following me that says, dude, they were, they were working for a job, making 60 grand a year. They, they took my advice, started their own business. They just had their first $100,000 month. This is free shit on social media. I'm not even selling it. Yeah. I'm just saying, guys, here's what I've learned in 52 years of getting my ass handed to me, talking to some of the biggest, most powerful people in the world, shit that they've taught me. Follow me on social media, dude. I'm telling you, just listen to those nuggets. Apply those nuggets. Disprove me. And one day you'll probably be, you know, a fan of old Brad motherfucking Lee. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a handsome son of a bitch. If you're listening to this, you guys got to go see him. Couple places, Brad. Before we let you go, man. Which again, we're so thankful for the time, man. I know how busy you are, and it means a lot that you hopped on. But you can find Brad at bradlee.com. You can learn more about Brad's company at lightspeedvt.com. You'll get everything that you need to create your own interactive virtual training system and much more. Uh, you can get his new book at bradlee.com forward slash the dash hard dash way, and it is a fucking pre-order. Okay, so when it comes out, <laughs> when it comes out, you'll get it. But Ain't going to get it right away. And if you're looking to step up your closing game, make sure uh, that you hop on Brad's The Closer School. It's at closerschool.lightspeedvt.com. Brother. Oh, no. Sorry. I apologize. Go ahead. Closerschool.com. Closerschool.com. Love that, man. Well, listen, dude, we we can't thank you enough, man. Any words of advice for us? I mean, again, you you shoot it straight, brother. We want to grow this thing. We want to be competing with dropping bombs at a high level (laughs) and trading some fucking great knowledge well, any words of advice for us brother as far as your podcast yes sir please what i what i would do is i would just you know keep sliding into people's dms even if you don't think you can get them on slide in there anyway you'll be surprised who says yes, yes. and just continue to put them out you know I, I i do twice a week believe it or not you know three times a week is even better um but but just be consistent and forget about the following and forget about the ratings and just provide value, dude, and you'll turn around in a couple of years and be one of the biggest podcasts out there. Thank you so much, man. You know, it's funny because when we started this, and, I, I, and I'm dead serious when I say it, some people don't even fucking believe me. I've gotten, we've, I don't know how many recorded by now, but I've gotten so much value. Pers- I could really honestly give a shit if there's five listeners. Literally. I, or if we made it's one been a ton for me. Like you said, yeah. the relationship thing is, is, is huge. I was in a meeting at lunch today with a guy that owns a helicopter. Like, <laughs> like I, you know, I would never would have guessed that was going to happen. So yeah. it's, it's about getting in the rooms and building relationships and just having fucking conversations. And it, listen, if people get value out of it, then great. But I can tell you, uh, this guy right here has so I well, like you talk about sliding to people's DMs, dude. I I spent what I don't fucking sleep. I'm sending out messages in DMs every day to people that I would think would say no. And to be honest with you, brother, I I it's crazy. I want people to hear this. I wasn't surprised you said yes. Okay, now I did ask why would you be on the show, but I remember. A fucking year ago, when I just asked you a random question, you responded. And every bit of me was like, that's not Brad. That's one of his assistants or media team or something else like that. And then you sent me a fucking voice message. <laughs> and it was you. And I was like, man, this is cool as shit. So you're right, man. It's exact. That message led me to reaching out to people who I wouldn't think would say yes. And you said yes, man. So we cannot thank you enough. Oh, yeah. sincerely. 
Well, next time you come to Vegas, hit me up, dude. I'll put you on dropping bombs. I'll get you some attention. Dude, oh, I love that. But don't say that. We'll fucking Katy Perry hasn't flight, answered so. me yet on Instagram, yeah. <laughs> so that's a, kind of a He problem, said Katy but, Perry uh, hasn't answered yet. Mike Tyson <laughs> hasn't either yet, by the way. I'm fucking waiting on that guy, so. Well, I told, I told myself that I wanted Jordan Peterson on my podcast. He'll be on tomorrow at 1230. You know, it's crazy, brother, that you're speaking into existence. I literally messaged him yesterday, but uh, we're not Bradley uh, yet, yeah. but, but we're, 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 we're going to get there. We'll get him on, brother. So we'll be listening for sure. Keep going, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so Brad. much we'll for your time, Brad. I appreciate you, bro. Thank you, man. Oh, peace. All right, brother. Yo, I did. I don't. If I gotta tell you something, I, I don't even know how to start this because there's so much powerful information. I mean, this guy is a fucking stud. What do you think, dude? Dude, again, like I mentioned in the beginning, and I'll mention it again now. I I swear to you, I literally got like lost in the podcast. Yeah. Like just kind of zoning out. Um, but I got notes and notes and notes. If you're watching or if you're listening, I got. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Well, uh, one of the most powerful things I want to take away from this and let you get into yours is he said these two words that just really, really stood out to me. Two words were be ethical, right? I, I almost want to put be fucking ethical in there because the, he, man, he said, I'd rather be broke with a good reputation than rich with a bad one. And, and that one really hit home because there's a lot of you out there in the world right now not selling uh, uh, ethically. And you're making money off robbing fucking people or lying. And we talk about that a lot, but here's the fucking real deal. The real deal, Bradley, just saying, hey, listen, dude, fuck that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to people. I'm gonna be ethical. I'm gonna have integrity. I'm gonna do what it takes to do things the right way because you build long-term relationships. I'm gonna tell people this thing ain't for you if it's not, but it's gonna build a long-term relationship. We might do business in the future. And he says that story goes viral when he basically says, Hey, dude, I don't want your fucking money. Cause what my service, it's not that I don't want it, yeah. but my service isn't gonna give yeah. you the value that you're gonna pay be paying. Yeah. Right? Dude, so, I, so you mentioned the relationship things. He says relationships are the new currency, yeah. which it, it couldn't be more true. And you know, you have that classic line, you know, it's all about who you know. Yeah. And you know, you hear that growing up or whatever. And, it's fucking true because, I mean, we've been in some rooms with some people that I would never imagine I would be in the room with, and it, it's it it's just so true, man. And that's part of why I love that he came on the show. It's part of why I'm glad we're doing this. We, you know, kind of building relationships, open doors. You know, looking for new opportunities, surrounding yourself with the right people that have those common goals and that common yeah. end game. Um, so it's just huge. And what he started with, which I loved, it, it, when he asked Amazon. Oh uh, yeah. He's like, no, duplicate Alexa, and defecate. Or yeah, like yeah. Alexa. Yeah. Oh, mine's yeah. I renamed mine Amazon because everyone else is Alexa. <laughs> uh, duplicate and defecate. Oh, God. <laughs> Do yourselves a favor. If, if you didn't listen to that, you need to go back again and reel it. Dude, that was yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah. I, I'm going to say that he's probably done that before in other podcasts because. Get one in here to, so we can do that too. I, it's probably a great idea. Like an Amazon <laughs> battle or Alexa battle. <laughs> well, another th takeaway I got from this, we talked about, man, he kept asking us, and we're like, this fucker's a closer. Is he trying to like ask us? He says, how many hours do you have in a day? Right. Mm -hmm. and, and and for those of you who listen to the podcast all the way through, you know what he said or you're watching it. But it's crazy because the, the immediate response is we only have 24 hours. That's it, right? We only have 24 hours. He says, fuck that. Hire 100 people, get them to work eight hours a day. You got 800 hours in a day. Imagine how much more you can get done. He said, you're spending 5,000 on marketing. Spend fucking 10, right? Get the knowledge. He reads 30 pages a day. 30. It's not the entire fucking book, okay? He doesn't sit there for two or three hours. It's just 30 pages a day. It's a habit that he's created, which is yeah. a massive part of his essential success, right? Yeah. To just gain knowledge. And he also talks about gaining knowledge from guys like us, right? Like we're no Bradley. 
But he says, dude, I'm going to get on here because wh whether I believe the shit you say or not, I'm learning something, right? Uh -huh. it, how important is that? It's dude, crazy. I love it. I actually love that he's only said 30 pages because I feel like maybe I could probably do that. I don't really start books because I know I'm not going to finish it because yeah. I, I literally fall asleep. It's like a problem I have. But um, like 30 pages isn't that much. It's yeah. really not. But it's about, I guess it's the little things. It's the consistency, right? And I think yeah. that that you know I, I got to do that damn morning gratitude thing, like you always say. Well, uh, Danelle's gonna get mad if you don't do that. But no, she's another guest you guys gotta hear. She's powerful. But I'm gonna tell you guys a couple other things we got from this, and we, and we won't make this long. Just want you guys to be on the next podcast, get you guys rock and roll. But he talks about ego. When I asked him a question about ego, he says ego eventually turns into confidence, right? And that when people come to see him that haven't seen him in a while, say, Brad, you've changed. And I love it. he just responds like, should I stay the fucking same? I mean, I want to change, but change comes from, and I want everybody to hear this clearly, okay? When it comes to family, friends, or people that you surround yourself with, he said, you have to make massive changes in your life. If there's anybody inputting negativity in your life, get rid of them. That's it. That, he says, get rid yeah. of them. And for a lot of us, it's hard to do. I mean, listen, if you're in a marriage or in a relationship, or you have a so-called best friend, they wouldn't be your best friend if they're putting negativity in your life, right? That that person wouldn't support you that your spouse and your significant other, they kept saying, hey, dude, this ain't for you, right? You, you're trying to follow your dreams, but re, you got to release the people that are inputting negativity because it talks about how important having a vision and the words are in guaranteeing your success. Like instead of saying, I'll try, he says, I am, right? Or I will, et cetera. If you got to be a master of the words and visualize what you want to do, but how you speak to yourself, man, he's like, you cast this, you hear him? He's like, dude, when you say something to somebody else, you're casting a spell on them because words are reality, right? Well, you know, it goes back to that, that thing that I, I'm sure I sound like a broken record by now, but it, a lot of the people that we're talking to, they end up, the conversation gets into mindset and, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of investing in yourself type yeah. of thing. And it's crazy because a lot of the people we've spoken with have very uh, tactical businesses. They help businesses grow and stuff like that. You yeah. know, there's all these very tactical things that I'm sure they do on a day-to-day -day basis and, and numbers and all this other bullshit. But the the thing that comes to the forefront when we're asking about the most important things of this and the, the biggest mistakes here, it, it there's just so much consistency and mindset that. It, it literally proves me wrong because I'm, I'm the, uh, you know, mindset fluffy bullshit guy uh, from a while ago. And and it's just so damn important. And it's the it's one of the commonalities we keep seeing with these guests. Um, and it's it's one of the things that differentiates the, the person that is, you know, listening to a podcast that they always wanted to start one or just fucking go do it yeah and yeah. and you got to have the right mindset to be the person that takes the action that's what you you he was talking a little bit about you you asked a question about what was the what was one of the, uh, the biggest mistake people make or something like that yeah and and he goes just start yeah, just, just start. fucking do it well and, and it's the truth man i mean you know there, there's so many uh, you know one thing he said that I'm, we're going to that ties into that he says you can never outperform your own self-image right he's like dude you got to put fucking wins in your head you know what i mean like you want to be a billionaire tomorrow i mean listen uh, it's funny he talks about being a billionaire we had lunch with a billionaire today i mean i would have never thought <laughs> that we would be sitting with a billionaire that says, Hey man, I don't, I don't really know this guy very well, but I happen to buy a helicopter with him. I, what? Like how do you, you get money helps you perform at higher levels. It helps you uh -huh. invest. And he also talks about people when they get money, how to keep it financial literacy, right? You know, Brad has that in-person event called real success. And I got to tell you guys, man, go follow Brad on every fucking social media platform. Do not wait. When I mean, do not wait. I mean, do not wait. As soon as you turn this podcast off, 
Go follow Brad. It's at the real Brad Lee on all the social media platforms. Man, he writes one sentence deals on a daily basis that'll fucking impact your life. He talks about like people that, you know, he, he said, man, I, I like help me. People have called me and said, man, you saved my life, man. I've implemented some of your stuff. That's the most rewarding thing to a guy like Bradley. It's not the fucking money, dude. I mean, this this guy, again, he's going through the heartaches to get there when a lot of us say, hey, what, what do you say? He said, man, I, I want the fucking success now. What, what do you say? So you should have fucking started three or four years ago, yeah, yeah. right? I, th this is just the power you get from Bradley, man. I, I'm, I am just floored with the knowledge that he spit. And I got to tell you, man, it's that's a fucking real dude, dude. I can't wait. But now, remember, I want to be clear. You know, Brad talks about closing the closer, right? And yeah. this is this is real now. So, so Brad, when you when you listen to this, I need to understand that I need you to understand. You talk about who was the better closer, you or Grant. And you're like, dude, the motherfucker sends me a check every month. Well, I get it, <laughs> I get it. But but your podcast dropping bombs, dude. It it is you do drop bombs, but you also you also gave us an invite to come out there. So technically, I think we closed Brad Liam being on drop bombs. Yeah, yeah. yeah? I, we call that I call that inception. Yeah, inception. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we did, but we we we, we talked him into it without him knowing. We just, can we just call him close? Sure. He's closed, right? Close. So we closed the guy close who closed the Grant. Car right. So what he's saying, he said, I closed the guy that teaches other people how to close. We closed the guy that closed the guy that teaches people how to close. Oof. I don't know. That was pretty fire. Yeah. Bradley yeah. is that one. God, I can tell you close. So we're gonna drop the fucking pen on that one. Should be the mic. We love you guys. Be on the next gut check podcast for some more gut real check. I need a song though. Dude, if you sing, they will fucking yeah, immediately unsubscribe. Like, <laughs> <crap. laughs> All right. Yeah. The way to support us is to like and comment on all your favorite episodes. And please don't forget to subscribe and turn on your notification for the next Gut Check Uncut.